You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. Woo! We are in it again. I kind of miss our intro music that starts out the show. The yeah, the boom, boom, cat. Yeah, boom, I miss boom, that. Cat. And we are actually listening to, um, oh, what's the Queen song? And every time it comes on on my iPod, it reminds me of the game. It reminds me it's of the, the game. actual theme song from that. Is it really? You know what I mean? The, it's um, not We Will Rock oh, You. Oh. It's a Queen song. I don't know. You'll have to uh, figure that out. I'm not that familiar. I was going to say We Will Rock You. but Yeah, it is We Will Rock You. That's what I was going to say. I don't know what else would there be. For those of you out there joining us, hello. Hello, everybody. As our wonderful commentator, Sir Richard Wentworth, told you, this is the game. We're doing an after show. And with the support of Bing, we are doing it and doing it well. And if you're doing anything, you should be binging too. Just so you know, I know that is not what I'm supposed to say, but I feel like I'm supposed to say something. So I hope that was acceptable. <laughs> Bing, we love you and appreciate you. And all you guys out there, use Bing. It's a great service. Anywho, Yay, so we've got the game going on. We are season five, episode eight slash nine. Eight for us, nine, nine total, I think. Mm-hmm. And it is called mm-hmm. Keep Your Friends Close and Your Prostitutes Closer. Properly titled. Properly titled, yeah. I think. I mean, I, I don't think there's anything unclear about that at yeah. all from the episode. And I think, again, I personally, we will get first reactions. My first reaction, again, is this was a positive place. I was very happy watching the episode. I laughed. I felt good energy. I love Tasha Mack. It continued to be funny. And I even appreciated the interactions with Derwin and Melanie and that whole crew. So how are you guys feeling this week? I agree. I, I liked it a lot. Yay! I liked it a lot. Two weeks in a row has never happened, you guys. Just I know. For the records, literally since last season yes. started. This, this, this is. I feel like they're going. They're in, they're on the right track. Are, now. They're on a climb. Yeah, they're and, on a climb. and I think it's very close to what we used to see on CW. Yes. as far as the funny and the writing, and you know, that's kind of the slapstick. You know. Yes, and it's getting faster. Faster the pace. pace feels more energetic, mm-hmm. and I like it a lot. And it's funny because I, as I was coming up here, I'm still kind of saddened by my dead Twitter about the game. Nobody that I follow that used to tweet about the game tweets about it anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, you guys, watch it again because I want to know. Because I know a lot of them have right. fallen off. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't want to watch this anymore. Right. I even, We even had some comments on our after shows on YouTube about people. I'm just giving up. I'm not watching it anymore. Right. So for those of you out there, if you hear us. Yes. Watch it again. Give it a try. Give it a try. These last two episodes have really been good, and we're trying. We're hoping that they stay consistent and keep moving in this direction because I think they're doing a really good job. I can honestly say that um, I I, I kind of 
wrote it off last season. And yeah. now, even the first three or four episodes, I was like, oh, really? Yeah. And, but now I'm kind of excited about it yeah. again. And I feel like they've got somewhere to go that is yeah. still like enough dramatic to give us like juicy, yeah. like fun stuff, but yeah. still it's funny and it's doing. And there's what more we want characters. You know, I feel like yes. the first episodes, it was just like four of them, the entire show, and now we get to see Janera. She's back, and there's just more people. Yeah. yeah, and I think that the people that they're introducing, specifically the prostitute that we will talk no. about later, is a nice, like, it's not it's just a, a random yeah. character that was stupid and we don't like and want to deal with. I know everybody maybe loved Lil T from last year, whatever his name was, oh, the, pro- yes. the young boyfriend, <laughs> but I just thought he was whack. So. I know, he was like the the, the TT's knockoff. That's yeah, <laughs> it wasn't was working for me. The guy, Terrence J, great guy, I'm sure, amazing, whatever. Yeah. But I just didn't enjoy that character, and it didn't bring anything to it. But somehow, this Ronaldo guy brings a little something. Yeah. So I, I, I'm he's like, recognizable him too. I mean, he, but but he's good. Yeah. Like, well, no, he that's is good. What I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I buy this, Cole, yeah. and we could be taken out of it because we do know who he is, right? And he had such a character on Martin, and mm-hmm. he could be taken out of it. But we're still there. But we'll talk about that shortly. We're gonna start out at the top of the show. With Miss Tasha Mack and all of her shenanigans of the episode, <laughs> along with Malik shenanigans and a little TT shenanigan, and it was mm-hmm. fun. It was fun. She it's met up with funny. the dude again. Yeah, and they had a good night together. And she tried to pay him, and he said no. But then she saw him with another woman, and Malik saw him too. And the shenanigans ensued. Yeah, well, Malika is not in on the the conspiracy. No, he is not. Now, wait, I wasn't clear, though. Does TT realize that she paid him yet? I no? don't. Well, TT knows that he, who he is. Who he is. He knows but that she, I don't yeah. know if he... But so I, I kind of thought that she, or he or she or he's going by a made-up name. Oh, the Ronaldo because, St. James? Yes. You know, that's what TT called her out on oh well tt was calling her out because when she called him after they did it the first time last week she said oh it's like james ingram and he was like um if that's james ingram i'm (laughs) philly ocean like as in that's humpty dumpty right exactly some tall sexy black man i think he knows though i I, I want because he sort of was always inside everything i don't know well he's the reason why she got that Yes. Hook up. So he knows. He has he knows. to know that she paid. Yeah. And I feel like she would confide that eventually at some point anyway. Right. But to him, yeah. I, I'm ready. F- I, I'm ready for them all to find out and <laughs> see mm-hmm. how Malik reacts. Yes. To that. Yeah. <laughs> but it was cute when uh, she rolled oh, up on the table yeah. and Malik had his little. Those were some good jokes and they were flying fast. And right. They were. I, the pacing so was glad. a lot better. You I know? appreciate it so yeah. much. You guys, I was getting depressed. Like, I didn't... Go go ahead. ahead. No, I was going to say I was getting really depressed because I was like, I don't know if I can do this for another 12 weeks. Right. And I feel like, thank God, there was a glimmer of hope. Yeah. Because I think when we've seen... um, His name just left my mind. Ronaldo Malik. Malik. He's always been the funny one with one or two jokes, but then they take him off Mm -hmm. and then we don't see him anymore. So this episode I think he was there the entire time with his jokes and he the interaction between him and Tasha was funny just like always yeah it felt natural it and back I think I think they went they went back yeah. to the old you know the game because he wasn't they always in the forefront mm-hmm. he was he was always kind of the supporting you know I, I funny feel like man it was about the women yeah really yeah and that the men 
yes, they had significant, you know, roles and mm-hmm. their storylines were significant, but I feel like it still was about the women mm-hmm. and their situations and relationships and how they were dealing with the things that the men were dealing right. with. And I feel right. like that came back a little bit. Yeah. But interesting, I thought while I was watching it, watching Malik, uh, when Hosea Chanchez was here, he mentioned that he wished that Malik would just be able to grow up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking and watching the episode like, yeah, I guess from his perspective, especially as an actor, like his character, that's like, even though we appreciate it because it's like, yay, Malik was funny and that was great. And when you think about it, three seasons, now two more, technically five seasons total over the course of what, seven years, mm-hmm. you would think by now Malik would be a little bit changed or right. done something different not partying with bit. his mom yeah but it's still there and we like it so I know you want yeah. to grow up Hosea but we appreciate you <laughs> juvenile jerk that made your mom throw that drink on that boy which was great that was funny so yay but okay so do we think that uh, Tasha is really gonna date this hooker date I think I she don't likes think him it's dating she yeah. likes him though like she really likes him I kinda oh <laughs> uh, well yeah are they saying Tasha really never going to be able to get a, a legitimate good, decent, functional relationship? Yeah, I think that's the whole premise. I think that's the whole basis of her character. It's because we don't. Happen. He, I forget who went down the line. The you know Rick Fox, yeah. Malik did, and yeah. Did. yeah, they were just in this episode. They went down the list of all her failed relationships. Yeah, and they keep making me laugh talking about the teenager. I'm like, who was the teenager? <laughs> yeah, that would be the young boy. Yeah, but she's not making any strides whatsoever and throwing her money around and then she yeah. buys them for permanence. I think that's funny. It is hilarious, yeah. but it's kind of awful. Well, and it, I think it's ironic for her who's always so tight with her money or like always taking yeah, care wait, but I, she's willing to throw it. Hey, but when it comes to sex, that, maybe she... When it comes to, Really? Well, he's very good. He's a professional. Right. And I just love the casting okay. choices that they made. <laughs> Having him sit there with the old Asian lady, I that made me laugh before the scene even began. I was like, no. Yes. And then she gets up, this was my time. <laughs> and then she goes, obviously you need him more than I do. <laughs> It was good. I appreciated it. But um, I don't know how I feel about Tasha having to go to a I think it's funny. It's funny, but I want to bring something fun to the to the show. It's hilarious. It's the comedy. But then when we talk about the character itself. Yeah, that's that's what I Well we all know in real life that would never happen. Or would it? I was gonna say, would it? Oh, I'm just saying, I, I I think if we met a real-life replica of Tasha Mack, I don't think that person would go out and buy a hooker permanently. You don't think so? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Because when you think about it, there's all those <clears throat> statistics out there of black women that are, well, like, successful, basically, and right. have their own money, whatever, that once you get to that certain point, your choice, if you want to be with a black man, is, like, something crazy. Like, 2% I, are, is, are able to find a black man I don't think so Oprah's got man. (laughs) Oprah pays for hers too stop it not the fame Oprah up in here uh uh Oprah has Gayle moving right along my thing is well that's Tasha's next step and that was brought up (laughs) well that's funny because it's kind of accurate I mean they're doing it based in statistical truth right that there are a lot of single you know, successful but black women that want thing. to be with black men, but they can't find them. So in her case, she's had to turn. I to still have a problem with women needing to turn to 
prostitutes for satisfaction. What? I don't think, How many because women I do feel you know? no. I just feel like women can go. I'm gonna channel Curtis right now. <laughs> I feel that women can go to a club or a bar and meet anybody right. who she she can have anyone in the room. Anyone in the okay, room. The- but there's also a few that know how to do it. Yeah. What do you mean a few? No, it's a not few always good. That know like, you don't. how to do it. Oh, I mean, okay. So you go to a club and there's See, you have. We're not so men. Have men can 50? just sleep with whoever. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I say women can can sleep with and have whoever she right. wants. So she's gonna go through fifty to find one, one or two. that's good at it. So what? Nobody wants to do that. So you're going to go and buy one? No, we're not. What I'm saying is that unlike men, you guys, if you stick it in 50, for the most part, it was enjoyable and you're good. But it's not enjoyable 49 times until you get to the 50th. And you don't want to deal with it. And you don't want to deal with them to begin with most of the time. And how many days in between? Like, And she found this guy who she actually likes. They have fun together. He's funny. But what is it about him that she likes? That he's non-threatening. He's non-threatening. He's non-threatening. I think it's like and obviously I think this Rick isn't Fox be was non-threatening. No, no, Rick Fox. Don't was forget a threat. that was a huge. He was only when they the, started working the together. Huge, no, no, no. But it's a threat in terms of like the fear of another failed situation because it's she was wanted it so really bad. In this situation, it's kind of like he's a hoe. I'm paying him. Um, yeah. She she doesn't have any. She doesn't have any risk in that situation other mm. than like her dignity and like all those things. But it's not the emotional <laughs> risk that like an actual. Which I thought meant more to So her. this makes yeah. her stoop down to <laughs> a level. Of, it makes her seem like beneath herself. Well, it's a prostitute. Of course it does. A ho. Or a uh, uh, an escort, escort is the proper way Kenny. they like to be called. So, yeah, she is stooping. <sighs> She's stooping down. She's stooping. But it but it's for our comedy. Enjoyment. And enjoyment. It, yeah, it's but really great. I don't know. But Tasha found her boo-boo and he puts it on her right. <laughs> he wears Dracar Noir, and I can't believe that, because that's gross. <laughs> I would think that alone would not make the second one. <laughs> Exactly. I'd have to turn it off. But whatever. They made it work and so now we know going into the next episode that they're an item. I gotta say, I I I feel like I'm done. I'm bait. Tubby, I'm like need to be turned over right now. It's so hot in here. Oh, he Sorry. didn't turn the AC on because I said well, I'm honey, fine. Oh, okay. Stop picking up that cup, that mug. It's water to yeah, cool me of down. Of course, it's water. That's what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, so moving on, the other part of the episode obviously focused for the second week in a row on Team Melanie. It was funny. She was funny again. <laughs> I have gone. Wait a minute. Thirteen was the first season, right? Yes. And then about the what episode? This is eight. Mm-hmm. I would say five episodes of this season. So eighteen episodes without her being funny, just oh. being pathetic. And I'm glad to to finally laugh at her. Wait. She was funny. She had. You didn't funny. think she was pathetic though? She was like pathetic, her- but it was in a, <laughs> yeah. it was done in a in a hum- humorous way. It was pathetic, and it was. It was funny. <laughs> it was funny. I laughed. I laughed it a lot. It was funny. Okay, you know. so basically, Melanie has, of course, at the end of last episode, could not keep her mouth shut as usual. Right. And told Derwin that Janae is engaged to Noah the Ark. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm such a nerd. I thought that was really funny. I thought it was funny, too. It made me go to another Noah's Ark. It was so ridiculous. But, um, so, of course, Janae's upset. And she comes over to the house, like, oh, my God, you told him. And Melanie's like, no, we're friends. I'll fix it. If I fix it, will you still be my friend? Because Melanie has no friends. 
And so she tries to fix it by taking Derwin out and ambushing him with Noah. Right. I'd like to say that I I, I give props to the writers because the episode started out with the bill the beans already being spilled. Mm-hmm. Because it started out with Derwin and Janae and he already told her, you know, I already know the secret. Yeah. So they cut through the chase and it was funny. I was like, damn, she already. Yeah. I mean, we already knew that she told, <laughs> told her. Or, yeah. But I just like the fact that they just got they right, into right to it. it. Yeah. We didn't have to have any extra build. Exactly. Like, it was good. We, yeah. we told he was right there. Like, no, you're not yeah. going to have it. But what do we think about Derwin and uh, Janae? I'm so over that. I, I, the park scene, excuse me, I actually liked the interaction because it's kind of typical of, of it. Two people in that situation mm-hmm. where the guy is a baby daddy and he wants to be protective of his baby mama and his child. He's not being protective. He's being territorial. Okay. Okay. So. He's peeing on her. As Curtis would say. <laughs> so, and I think that, and I think that's, uh, we, we talked about the stereotypes of the show, but I think that's one good one that they played in a very humorous way, in my mm-hmm. opinion. So, I like I like that interaction. Are we and being arrested? I don't know. <laughs> I think you I think you're being towed because you're always parking in the red. <laughs> oh no, I didn't park in the red. I found a good parking oh, spot. Good this for you. Week. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but I think what you meant was what. How do we feel about Derwin and Janae? I just meant opening the question. How do you feel about Derwin and Janae? Because you weren't here last week to cash in on this. So angry. Why does it make you angry? Melanie and I still and I go I go back to that um, episode where he is having a barbecue with Janae and Melanie has no idea and there's that video and I keep going back to that and I feel like Mm. for Melanie who's so emotional and jumps on all these little things didn't jump on him enough for this like. You are still, or I don't want to say in love, but you obviously have feelings for this woman, and it's still bothering you enough, but you're married to me. The, the whole premise is that Mel has no friends, and her last-ditched effort to get a friend is Janae. the baby mama. And yeah. I think that's what I think that's what the humor is, and that's what she's she's stooped so low that the only person that she can try to befriend is her once worst enemy. Mm-hmm. So I think that's fucking Why? hilarious. Why is her? I think it's hilarious. So pathetic. <laughs> but it, it 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 I think it's an interesting commentary too, though, on the choices that, that she has made. made. Yes, and Since day she's one. made her life. His, his. Mm-hmm. and she has done nothing to like change that, reverse that, move it around, mm-hmm. make it better, shift it, or anything. And and she's just continuing to make the same type of choices, even by trying to like make Janae her best friend. Mm-hmm. And then Derwin just keeps both of the women that he wants in his life. <laughs> well, he's kind of stuck with one. Well, kind of stuck with both of them actually. And when I when I said one, I meant Janae because that was the baby. Yeah. But, I mean. So yeah. Uh, Melanie, 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 <laughs> Melanie, Melanie. Um, I wrote down sperm donor and I thought of you because <laughs> who, I forget why. You as an Isabel for those of you oh, yeah. who aren't able to watch visually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what we are you have this. To ru- say about Isabel? No, we have this running joke. <laughs> Oh, she refers yeah. to her husband as a yes. sperm donor. Oh, that's awful. Whenever he calls, it, it, it does not say yes. his name. It says sperm donor. Wait, isn't that new? Wasn't it something else back? No, it's It's been, always been sperm donor. I thought it donor. wasn't. So, okay. Anywho, that's a personal <laughs> conversation. No, but I just, because I forget who mentioned it. It was Janae. Yeah. She introduced him as a her sperm, sperm donor. donor. And I immediately thought of him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, Sadly, our resident heterosexual... <laughs> 
black man is not here. Curtis, we miss you because I would love to know what he thought about her saying that. Curtis can call in. Just calling her. Should I channel him? Try. No, I can't. That's just too much. That's too much. much. Testosterone. Testosterone. (laughs) It's too much. But it'd be interesting because the sperm, like, that's generally an insult. (laughs) Well, I can imagine. You have a good relationship with the person and you actually came from a relationship. I could just see him now. He would be very angry. <laughs> yeah, he, he would. He would be very angry. But nonetheless, Janae's there. She's hanging out. And so they, uh, but basically the guys meet up and they had a, what I felt like, even though I'm not a man, was a fairly honest and real sort of interaction. Mm-hmm. And uh, the basically uh, Noah called him out. Noah called Derwin out on his territorialism mm-hmm. and the whole comment about <clears throat> I bought her that house. You know what? Mm-mm. I thought that was very accurate of them to say, but I think that is the most awful thing that dudes can. You bought her that house, and therefore, well, you have any control over who is up in there. Well, and I think that's the key word is control. <sighs> I, I mean, you it, I you pro- you provide for someone, you to some extent, you have control over that. My person. question is: is why? Because oh. in this situation, like. Okay, so yes, technically he's providing so that his son has right. an equally good life with his mom as he would have with him. Right. So then, I, even though I recognize that it exists, my question is how and why do specifically men, because I don't see this with women, think that you should be hmm. able to, even to make the comment, to say that you bought the house, like that's irrelevant. You bought the house because you have a son with her. Why I, is that relevant? I think that well, you don't think that was a cover up for him. Well, for I think. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. True feelings. I mean, I, I waver back and forth about his true feelings because I wonder if it's just if it's honestly yes, you may have some feelings because obviously they were in a relationship for real, right. and the reason that the relationship finally decided to part is because he couldn't get Melanie out of his brain. Not that he stopped liking Janae. Right. He just liked Melanie more, uh-huh. and I personally think in terms of relationships. That's kind of how it is. There's always somebody else that you could be good with and that you would be happy with. You choose to continue to be yes. with whoever you choose to continue to be with. So the feelings, but whether or not he like, oh, he's still passionately in love with Janae. I don't think that's the case. I think it's I just. I think there's still feelings. I think there's feelings that, yeah, we ended but because I chose this instead. I think his relationship with her made more sense. It was it was calm. There was not all this drama that he has with Melanie. And here's his baby mama where it makes sense. And he has a kid with. And here's Melanie trying to make everything work all the time. But isn't his drama <clears throat> with Melanie because of the things that he did? Right. He cheated. He got another relationship and got had a baby. And then decided that he didn't want that relationship and was willing to move forward in this new relationship, mm-hmm. which brings baggage. And so no, it's not like Melanie brought that baggage into it. And they had history. They were together since, like, college or they, what? That's why uh, they need to give up yeah. those college relationships. But going back to your um, statement about the whole men thing, I think, uh, you know, it's from the beginning of time. Men have been known to um, provide for the family and... I this is all mine and I had you know you're mine and blah 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 and I think that that was his motivation for saying the whole you know I bought her this house and you know it's my house and blah 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 and I think if the roles were turned and there's a celebrity out there that I think of when I'm seeing this that I think that you know 
Uh, if if the situation was reversed, I think the woman would say the same thing in that situation. If she was a breadwinner and she's like, okay, I bought you this house, you know, I want this and this around my child and blah, blah, blah. I think it's the same thing. I, I don't, you know. <laughs> well, I also wonder if, because Janae had a job and money on her own. Right. So... I, it's almost it's one thing and, and I don't want to be like if she was broke and didn't have nothing and he broke, gave her the came up then he really ha- legitimately has right. deserves control but I almost feel like because she's working and she has her own to begin with he was just doing what was right by his child not anything like you're not doing but, her no favors like but it, it could have been her decision to be like no I don't want you to buy me this home I can do I can take care of my own she should well that's the I, I, I well I on the kinda yes, but then you have a child like when there's a kid involved, like I feel like the kid should get the best of his world, especially in that extreme situation where the father is extremely wealthy. Right, like I feel like sense. it's one thing when it's like, oh, yeah, uh, we're all I'm middle class, like we're it. all doing the same. Like, but when the father's extremely wealthy and then the mother probably isn't, like there should be some balance in both households. I right. personally do believe hmm. that. But interesting, because I think that that is not fair to the kid right. to be having to shift lifestyle. Back right. and forth because your parents lifestyle. decided, right? Like that's a huge lifestyle difference. Like Go to daddy's house, but has the kid doesn't know. Has. Kids don't know the difference oh. unless until you teach oh. them the difference. In my opinion. That little kid is so three years old, three, daddy's four years rich, old. Mommy, <laughs> no, you go to. Uh, he goes to daddy's house. It's daddy's house. He goes back to mommy's house. It's mommy's house. It, he does not going to know this. But difference. then that's how they start confusing the child of who he wants to live with not because no. it goes for him it's just fun at I daddy's just, house because we have everything available Mm-mm. versus mom's house I just and like I said like you said Janae's house is not going to be like a, a two two bedroom shack that's an assumption right. based on what I know well, of the yeah, past well that's what I'm saying because so, wasn't her dad like a well he wealthy? was wealthy and then she had her own money because she had like run a, uh, right, a, boutique, a boutique or something yeah. and what have you I don't know <clears throat> I just think it's an interesting thing to sort of evaluate and it just rubs me the wrong way to hear a man say I bought you that house therefore I run you like no we have a child together and you're providing for your child and I think that's whack but that's just me Maybe I, I would say the child should live in the house by himself and she can live outside somewhere else <laughs> It's you know I mean if I'm that gonna makes sense, if Penny. I okay if I'm speaking of two ch- me and my <laughs> my my male partner and if I'm the breadwinner I'm serious like if I buy that person if we have a child and I buy we break up and the child is living with him and and living with me like simultaneously if I buy that person a house. I'm bu- I bought you that house. Do you have siblings? I do. If you like were a multimillionaire, you won the lotto, hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. and your sister needed a home, and you were like, "I'm buying you a house because you deserve to live in a house." Like you're not doing anything extravagant. You're buying her a house. That's different. We're blood. We're we're bound together for life. We've I've grown what up with this person. What if you have a homeless friend or Cameron's homeless, <laughs> who's not here right now? He's on Drag Race. You catch us in a little bit. Cameron's homeless. Needs a home. You have come into all this money, and you can help him buy a home. I would not help him buy a home. I would help him provide for himself. Meaning, like, I would, 
I would actually like move him into my home and let him, you know, get situated, get a job, get cleaned up or whatever the situation is. Someone. I would not because when you go and buy friends and like okay, lovers well, I home, try to find friends in terms of like there's some friends that are family to me. Right. Then Cameron would, would con- he would he would be considered family. I would take him in as my family. Okay. You know what I mean? If my sister was homeless, I would take her in first and let her, you know. But you wouldn't uh, just buy her. No. The only person no the only person I would buy a home for would be my mom. In all honesty. And you wouldn't be telling her, I bought you this house. No. Well, she would, and she would turn around and say, "I bought you into this world." <laughs> it's a, you know, it goes back. So why is Janae's argument legitimate? I brought your it son into not, the world. Um, it takes two to make a baby. Exactly. So he's doing his part. Oh. She gave birth. He bought her a house. I think that's She's an equal transaction. That is not that an note. equal. No. Okay. I'm I'm going to channel Curtis right now. That is not equal. No. It is not the same. Thing. Are you telling right. me that the house is worth more than the no, child? No. You, oh, Kenny. The views expressed here in are those of us only. Do not necessarily reflect the views <laughs> oh, of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. But you know what? He can afford it. So that's my point, though. It's not like I'm not saying like the average but, person should be buying. Just you got a baby, mama should be buying them a house. I feel like he, this is an ex- exceptional circumstance where the key, he has pocket money. Keyword is I. I bought you that house. Yes, you don't own that house. I bought. Okay, I you bought you that house. Bought, if he bought the house, it could be in her name. It's still my house because I paid for it. No, it's not. Holy. If I if if I buy, Ronnie, you got to help me. I mean, I buy, I, I, if I'm I buy just, your car, and it's and, your car, and, or, or you give me your car as a gift, and you put it under my name, whose car we're is not, it? We're now? not saying when gifts. I can stop uh-huh. by the cops, it wasn't. It was a gift. When I can stop by the cops, can I say it's your car? You can say whatever you want to. That's still gonna get your ass out of jail. <laughs> I'm just saying. All I know is this makes me want to watch the game episode and see what exactly you guys are talking about because you guys are doing a great recap. Let's jump to commercial. And I do see a lot of sides of what you're talking about, Curtis. Uh, I'm not Curtis. Oh, you channeled Curtis. Now. I have. I really did. All right, let's do commercial. We'll come back. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Business. There it is. Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's called <laughs> Reverb. Oh, it's welcome remix. back, those of you out there joining us for the first time. We are here doing the 
after show for the game for After Buzz TV. We are doing episode eight of season five, and we are into our special segment this week. Special segment is just a little one that kind of got triggered when I watched the ending of the episode with Janae versus Melanie, and Janae took that jab at Melanie pretty hardcore outside the bridal boutique. And then Melanie comes home, and the boys are about to hang out. My question is, why the hell is it so hard for girls to be nice and friends with each other? And dudes can just jam it up together like, oh, dude, you want to go? Okay, we cool. We good. Because women are emotional. They're like, everything about a woman is emotional. Sexually, you're you're emotional. It's just, is this by nature? Yes. Yeah, it is. (laughs) I can say, Courtney, I don't like your Afro puff. You are going to take it to an emotional level. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. I don't care. You have a raggedy beard. Exactly. (laughs) And then we can go outside and be friends later because we're both men. (laughs) Yes. But I'm just saying. The ongoing insults. (laughs) No, no, no. But I I, I just feel, you know, women are just emotional species. And, (gasps) you know, and we've talked about this all season long about Tasha Mack and Mel and how they can't ever get along. They you can't know. squash it. I where's the men? I'm sorry. Where's the men? They could. They squash it. No matter what well, happens, exactly. like, they figure out how to squash it. And one episode later. Quickly. Exactly. And that, but that's been reality too, like in real life. And I just, it just frustrates me. But if you think about it, okay, so when you have men together, what can they do to their personas, to their outfits to compete among each other women (laughs) i'm going back to elementary where i would beg my mom to make me this perfect ponytail and she sucked she (laughs) sucked so i would go to school with lumps all over and look at other girls and hate on other girls because their little ponytails were perfect it's like you're always competing to have the Best hairdo. Is that innate or is that cultural? No, like, are we teaching our ladies to hate and fight? Didn't we talk about this last week? Yeah, we started talking about it a little bit last week too. When you go out, you go out to look. Like the baddest bitch in the in yes. the room. Whereas guys go out, they just yeah. want to go out and if to you're look cute, good. You're cute. I could care less and what if they're not, if they can't exactly. do anything. We don't go out and say, "Oh, oh, that dude's cuter than me. Let me go to the bathroom yeah. and tuck my shirt." In. <laughs> we don't do that. Do Women are always they're constantly competing. Why? Because it's by nature. You think it's by nature? I think it's by nature. I think it's it's by nurture. I think it's I think it's nature. I think sexually because men are so on the table as far as sexuality and I think women are so, you know, reserved and okay, and I'm the homo here so I don't <laughs> I may be completely wrong here. But I'm just saying from my experience dealing with women sexually, I feel that and I have had <laughs> you had sex today, yeah. I have. So you're bi. <laughs> That's a totally uh, anyway. different topic. <laughs> and I, that is an insult, by the way. No, no, I just think women are just typically from, I just, I just think they are, they are by nature. I, there's some, it, there's some, no. there's some that we know that just don't care. <laughs> no, can get up and. Well, I'm just wondering though, like care wise, why do we care? Where does the competition come from? I think it's. I think that's. Within. You think I think, I think it's. I think it's societal. I think we teach our girls that we have to compare ourselves to each other because we have to be better that and we have be. to look better and all of that crap. That could be. And then if it is societal, then why can't we break it? 
why can't you break anything? If, why can't I'm going to agree it? with the society thing because we do, as you say, make the women, they have to be the prettiest, yeah. the, the most elegant. And going on the the male thing, you have to be the strongest. Like mm-hmm. So nothing about looking great is coming. You exactly. Know. It's, about, but that, it's about your actions as opposed to what clothes you have on. But then, but even in that, you guys still are able to relate to each other better, or I don't want to say better because I don't want to give value to less conflictually than we are. Because we're not competing. But you actually kind of are. Like, you're trying to be the strongest or trying to be in the best shape or to make the most money only, and only, those things. Only when, only when we're put to the test. When another guy steps to you, that's when you say, okay, I'm going to show you that my chest is bigger than yours. Otherwise, I don't have a problem with you. And I think a lot of men are like that. Whereas, but women just no, no, no. look at each other that's and they what have I'm a saying. problem with each you, other. You, you, you two are at a club. If someone wa- if you know Jackie walks in the door, both of y'all are going to be like, oh, look what she got on. That's just by nature. She hadn't said, she didn't even look in your direction. And I'm just, I'm just using this as an example. It's just by nature. It's like, you know... You guys are screwed up. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're screwed up. I'm going back to the 1800s. I'm reading. I this really book. wish. I don't want to be here. <laughs> and, no, I'm just. Well, that's true. But I mean, I'm good. I've already, been, I've already been called a slave in this room once before. <laughs> Why you got to be bringing that up? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe you're right. During that time, I don't think women cared about who looked like what. And, I disagree. I mean, Look at Gone with the Wind. She uh, cared. Yes, she did. She made her dresses out of drapes. She, she did. Cares. She had to do what she had cares. to do. It wasn't so well in my book. No. This woman, but even it's gotten worse. Probably, even but, even other time. Yeah, even other cultures. <laughs> We're not like making butter and. But either other cultures, <laughs> the daughters are brought up to be princesses because they are being. What's the yes. word? Endowment when you Ooh. kind of basically sell your daughter off for yeah, like yes. gold and you know yes. to be married off for gold. That's just you know. Yeah, that's just how women are brought up. So subservient. Why are men? Did you say subservient? I did. Why are that men came out poisoning the pond, Kenny? Why don't you help break it? Break it. Why do I care? Why don't you care? <laughs> because I. I, I mean, how do you think it can be? Um, I don't know. Like, I how, just, what would be the first? I, I wonder. I mean, I don't have any answers. So you this have is a daughter special tomorrow. Topic. Like, I don't know what the answer is. I just hate. It bothers me so much that women, and I don't think that this was inaccurate at all, what they showed us. I thought it was very accurate, which is why I was like, dang, it's so bogus how dudes can just like, okay, we hate each other. We fight it out. We cool. Squash it. Let's go get dinner. But women... Uh, all because the it, way, yeah. all the time, like oh, that forever, <laughs> and and it, but it's been like that since I can remember as a female. So I'm just I and if I Is and I kind of tell us she wasn't a female <laughs> at one point. <laughs> That's for you, Kenny. <laughs> since I, I was gonna say since I was a child, and then I said thank you because like, <laughs> when did you make the transformation? Shut up, Kenny. What age Harrison. was it? Eight. See, you act like one right now. <laughs> I'm just saying. You and trust me. Too, well, my you? thing. Is, well, my <laughs> thing. Is, like well, the thing right is, now. gay men can be catty at times with That's other true. gay men, and especially against women. It's just well, there's a whole lot of jealousy there. <laughs> By the way, since we're talking about stereotypes, why is the gay man in this episode I has to be? Him. We didn't mention him. Uh, and That's also, true. I want to mention his name was Tadao. I don't care what his name is. I just well, had to say that because I thought it was funny. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> why does he have to be a designer? Not all gay. This is stereotypes. <gasps> why? Why does he got to be a designer? Well, because I've rarely met a straight man that was an interior out, designer. Well, there are. I mean, are, I'm sure there are. Just yeah. like there are straight. I mean, everything. What do you do and, all day at work? I don't uh, sit there uh, and design. Uh, uh, 
You sit there and shop for your home. Okay, I just moved. I have a no, reason no, to no, shop no. for my home. So you're for the past year. So no. you're offended that there was a gay. Yeah, I wasn't designer. offended. I'm just like, okay, the only gay man on the show has to be a right a now. The last time there was a gay man on the show, he was a football player. That's, That's true. different. They were trying to make a point. It was still the and it was, it was it was a gay muted, man can and it was also a play muted, football. I thought it was a great point when they sang "It's Rain." <laughs> that was pretty that was funny. Great. Anyway, but nonetheless, that's our. <laughs> right. I one one more thing Let's that wrap was it up, wrap that it was up. funny. The Twitter Tasha's Twitter. Yeah. Oh oh, and I wrote it down. Where did it go? Oh man, we didn't talk about it. I thought it was hilarious. She called Melanie a backstabbing wannabe doctor trick. <laughs> And today I was like, oh my God, she's so funny. And she's like, is she tweeting again? I thought it was hilarious. I like how they've incorporated that. Yeah. That is very cute. That's and I'd love to know that. Props to the writing, too. Go them. You guys, yeah. great job, the game. Thanks for our special topic. Those of you out there, if you're listening, call us in. Let us know. How can women squash the drama and stop being so catty? That's I don't a, know. That's I don't have question. an answer. But I would love for it to happen because I'm sick of seeing it. And I would love to have this conversation when Curtis is in the room. Sure. And I'm sure he will <laughs> incite some sort of violent episode. <laughs> but on that note, let's roll over to the news and gossip for the day. Oh. After Buzz TV News. We forgot about Mel and being the devil. Oh, she's the devil. <laughs> there were a lot of funny. It was a lot of great stuff. Yeah, in sorry, this I had to. I had to throw that in. It's all good. It's all good. We're excited about the episode, and that's wonderful because we haven't been for weeks. So exactly. I appreciate right. it regardless. Right. And in with our excitement, we've got ratings for the sixth week uh, of the game, and this is not right. Hold on, <laughs> like reading this is not right. Okay, the game gained a tenth of a point from the previous week. And it went up to a 1.3 among the adults 18 to 49, but it still finished the evening behind Tosh.0 and Big Bang Theory in that time slot. That's mm-hmm. because Team Mom was over. <laughs> yeah. Team Mom is over, so yeah. But you know what? That's good because now people will come back. Yeah, hopefully. And there's they will realize that it's <laughs> it gotten was funny. It funny last week, and maybe this week it was funny, so right. maybe it'll continue to go up. up. Yeah. But either way, they've still held very steady between like 1.2 and 1.5. So people are so watching. So people are watching. People call us. And also this week, the game creator, Mara Brock Akil, and her producing directing partner slash husband, Salim Akil, have created an hour-long pilot for BET entitled Single Black Female. Gabrielle Union has signed on to star as the single black female who is the host of a popular Atlanta-based talk show similar to the Ellen DeGeneres show. And it is following her life trying to find a man. That could be interesting. And a relationship. That's exciting. Yeah. I I think it's interesting. And I think it's interesting that Gabrielle Union is signed on to do it. Yeah. I I don't know how I feel about that. Well, she needs to work, too. She does need to work, but I just don't see her doing a... It's sort of like... I I don't know. It's like the next level of girlfriends with Gabrielle Union. Like, I don't want to say I thought she was above that. Because nobody's above it. Like, it could be a great show. But it just... I just think it's an interesting. I think show. she will bring in viewers. I think that maybe that's what they're doing. But hopefully, I mean, there are so many good actresses out I there. Wish there would be some new talent. I mean, it is BT. Give somebody yeah. new a chance. Anyway, exciting brown people news this week. We got lots of it. Uh, let's see. Gloria Estefan is helping the CW keep it real. The Latin pop performer has signed on to mentor in the show The Star Next Door, a new music reality series, oh. and. <laughs> 
one of a trio of reality shows that the CW announced on Monday. The Star Next Door will feature Estefan, country singer John Rich, and other musicians scouring the nation for homegrown talent, grooming and mentoring the local performers as they prepare to ready themselves for a nationwide audience. The series is being produced by CBS's Raquel Productions, 25-7 Productions, and Flavor Unit Entertainment, which is Queen Latifah's company. Right on. So, yay for another music talent. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just what we need. Are yeah. we bored? But I like Gloria Estefan, so I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Anybody know if she had work done? Because she looked the same for the last, like, 30 years. She's Cuban. American. Oh, okay, and? She's, they got good skin. Yeah, they don't age. Nothing now, when happens. she's 80, it's going to... I she's, saw Real Housewives in Miami. They do age. Well, because maybe she doesn't stay in the but sun. But she does not age. Like, her and face looks the same. She she obviously doesn't stay in the sun because she no. is she's pale. pale. She's pale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She know better. She's hot. Love her. Okay, next we got Anthony Anderson has been tapped as one of the leads in NBC's Jimmy Fallon comedy project, a.k.a. DILF's The <laughs> Multi-Camera Comedy, written by Charlie Grandy, centers on three 30-something guys enjoying the adventures of parenting despite the fact that they haven't grown up themselves. This is a return to comedy for actor-comedian Anderson after a streak of drama series roles. I like that. I like him. Because he's hilarious. He's I funny. like him. He was my first like celebrity person I met in L.A. when I moved out here. Nice. And it was such a hot mess. <laughs> I won't recap what happened in the club that night. <laughs> but it was so ridiculous. He was funny, though. I want to know. He's funny. Mm-hmm. His partner was funny, too. Anyway. Wait a minute. Partner? Girlfriend? Boyfriend? Young Mexican Wait, 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 wait. His homie. I don't know who it was. It was his wait, buddy. You, okay, Peter. you can't say partner. I can't say partner. Can't be because, no, I'm not excited. I'm just saying partner. <laughs> that, mean, isn't he married with kids or something? I don't, I don't know, know, but you said you threw partner on there. That, that, that. It was his homie. I don't know. Sure? Okay. I don't something? know. I don't know. I don't know. You said homie, not homo, right? We're talking about <laughs> just checking. young Mexican <laughs> actor Adon Canto oh, Mexican. has been cast as a series regular in Fox's untitled Kevin Williamson drama project. Uh, the project from Warner Brothers TV is a thriller about ex-FBI agent Ryan Hardy, a.k.a. Kevin Bacon, you tasty white man that I love. Really? Who I love Kevin Bacon, and I have for years since he did She's Having a Baby, like in 1988. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Like him. Who leads the search for a diabolical serial killer, Joe Carroll, who's created a cult of serial killers, which is crazy. FX? Is okay. it FX or, or Fox? Who's it's FX. Oh, okay. They're known to be kind of like... They're, yeah, it's a cult of serial killers. Like American Horror Story, which... Is amazing, and you're hating. And no, last but not... Yeah, Kenny doesn't I like... I hated that show. problems. You're the emotional. You're a female. Always needs to know like what's gonna happen. No, 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 it's not that. I just want something to happen. Nothing ever happened in that show. What do you mean? Everybody died. Something happened. And I guessed that from the second episode. Now I make thirteen episodes in. I'm like, okay, I knew this was gonna happen. Okay. Sorry, we're talking about something. Is uppity. Last but not least, Kenny brought to my attention that when we mentioned our Oscar congratulations, we forgot two people, which is funny because I had talked about Oprah during my fashion recap, which Mm -hmm. is why I forgot last week. (laughs) Because I thought I talked about her already. Right. But anyway, Oprah Winfrey and the wonderful James Earl Jones both received honorary Oscars at the Academy Awards ceremony on February 26th. So many congratulations. And Oprah, you was rocking that gold dress. She did. I thought she was with a boom, boom here and a boom, boom there. And that's your after buzz. and yeah. she was funny on the, the Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. That stuff was hilarious. Yeah, it so, was hilarious. Many congratulations. And James Earl Jones, you definitely deserve that after mm-hmm. all this time. So congratulations <laughs> to you all. And now we are on predictions. 
had a funny week second week in a row oh my god i hope it's not curse what you got next week um i didn't even get a chance to see the previews for next week because i was trying to get out of the house to get here on time yes so i'm going to predict um tasha is gonna i think her rendezvous with the uh, hooker is gonna come to a halt because i think malik is gonna figure it out i don't know i didn't see the 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 preview was kind of awesome. Yes. Uh, uh, um, I think we're gonna fi- we're gonna see again more um, Tasha and Melanie interaction face to face, and I agree with you. Something around that. I don't know. If- well, based on the preview, <laughs> I predict that Tasha Mack is basically going out herself to a whole bunch mm-hmm. of people about dating a hooker. Oh. So I'm excited to oh. see why and how that goes down. And of course, Melanie gets to bask in that glory because yes. they're fighting again. So we look forward to another week at the game. Thank you guys for joining me. It's Thank you guys out there for joining us. Come back next week. It's getting better. It's getting better. So much. We love you. Good night. Bye, guys. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its own or principal.